This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Glee After Show. <laughs> now I gotta cut loose, cut loose. Kick off your Sunday shoes. Please, Louise, hold me off on my knees. Jack, I'll get back. I think this was a night of great music. Um, I don't know how you guys felt, but a great night music. Good night of music here. Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another Glee after show. Um, I'm Stephanie Wenger. Hi, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. I'm Roxy Steyer. Yay! New are back to our panel. I should, I should say. So excited I'm to back. have you. Amazing. Thank you, thank you. And we are, of course, discussing uh, Girls and Boys on Film, Season 4, Episode 15 of Glee. I can't believe that we're... That was the name of the episode? Yeah. yeah. It sounds like a porno. <laughs> it does. A it little will, bit. Girls, parentheses, and boys, and boys. on film. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, that's th- the name. I think they could have came up with a if better title. If you say title. so. I mean. I don't know what, but it could have been better than that. I agree, but I liked the episode. I thought it was a really fun one. Kind of high energy throughout the... Yeah, I agree. I like the songs. There's some up, you know, fast pace and some slow. It was a nice balance. I don't know whether I'm just obsessed with playing devil's advocate or I'm just a negative Nancy over I'm here. But I'm glad, okay. glad you are. There were some strong moments and there were some not as strong moments. Well, I mean, I don't know if we should jump into this right off the bat <laughs> here, but this episode featured the 500th musical number. And when I talk about not as strong moments, bingo! <laughs> I just was underwhelmed. It wasn't that it was bad. I didn't think it was a bad performance of theirs. It just didn't scream to me 500. No. It was fine. I liked it. It wasn't awesome. There was not this huge dance number. It wasn't this epic song. Like, um, yeah. WTF. They went through a bunch of different rooms and... Oh, like yeah. all around McKinley into the cafeteria. And I don't and know. the library with their library. army crawl. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I was the only one who felt this way. I kind of wanted the original cast. I wanted that moment where you mm-hmm. have Don't Stop Believing again. Even if it was a quiet moment, like Don't, don't Stop Believing in the beginning of the show wasn't a huge musical number, but it had this meaning to it. Absolutely. First of all, I totally thought they could do another original Glee song for their 500th song. I thought that would have been great. That would have been awesome. Second of all, there are other songs that were even in tonight's episode that I thought would have made a better 500th song. So, I mean, why didn't they just switch up the order a little bit? Anything? Or just pick some stupid song that could have been a crazy dance number. This was like 
what? It was lackluster. What? Well, I think I mentioned to you when we were Absolutely. watching the show, exactly, that, um, like, the Super Bowl episode, it had these huge, just, like, crazy numbers with fire and things like that. I either want them to go huge or go and do something that's quiet and what Glee kind of started as. I don't want this middle, like, oh, here's the new characters, and it, it just kind of felt like a mess, a little bit of a mess to me. It was a filler song. Yeah. I don't understand how that got through editing without one person saying, huh, you know what? Maybe this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, do you know what I mean? You ever watch a TV show and you're like, I'm not an expert and I'm sitting here and I know this. Well, and it just didn't seem like enough to me. It Like, Dancing on the Tables, they've done that a hundred times on that show. That's like their go-to. Yeah. Why make that your 500? You know? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. For every other song, I, I'm just like psycho with the notes that I take, and I sometimes barely even look at them, but I like to write everything down so yeah. I'm paying attention. Right. And every other song, I have like a page of notes about, and the dances they did, and the things they talked about, and the moments I liked. This just says, shout library to cafeteria. Okay. And I. And then 500. Really? <laughs> I said. <laughs> All I wrote was. I wrote typical. I, I said it was absolutely Damn. just typical for them. Exactly. It's like what? we've seen them perform in the cafeteria on tables like you mentioned in rooms. It's it's literally they've done it before. There was really nothing new to this. Typical for fourth season. If we're talking first or second season glee, they never would have pulled this kind of bull crap on us. Uh, yeah. Like it, it, it's just lazy to be honest. No, I completely agree with you. And I feel like this season we've had great moments. There's been it's kind of been a roller coaster ride. I've said it before right. on the show where we've had these amazing emotional moments and then these moments where you're just like it could be so much better. The good news is, for me, this is the lowest point of the episode. So if you're sitting here right now thinking, you know what, I'm turning this YouTube video off. I'm stopping this iTunes. I hate when Roxy comes back on Glee because she's so negative Nancy. I swear to you, this is the low moment for me. So it's uphill from here, so and, we're and good. Maybe, that's good. Maybe that's the way to transition into talking about Emma and Will. Ooh, Ooh good transition. Nice. <laughs> like, I feel like we should get a little more positive here. And... They are so cute together. I I want them to like be together. I don't know. I'm just that person. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> True love. True love. And really um, he's fighting for her. And I thought that that was nice because he kind of in the past has been a little, I don't know, not so willing to fight in his relationships. Okay. He's going after her. He's not really fighting against someone else for her. He's going after her, which any great man should. I agree. I kind of agree, kind of disagree. This is a like t- this. this is a tough moment for me because here's the thing. Yes, I think that he was screwing up before the wedding. And yes, I do agree that any great man should chase after the woman if he loves her and wants to be with her. However, you don't walk out on your wedding and expect somebody to chase after you. That's too far. You stop it before the wedding, and you have this conversation before the wedding. You have the whole pamphlet, what would yours say, etc. Or drop a hint. He was so blindsided because he had been gone and didn't know what was going on. I just think, yes, it was such a romantic gesture of his, but I thought it should have been her going to his window. How great of a twist would that have been if he had been sitting in his apartment and she came with the record player above her head? And did the say anything, reversed the roles, and was like, I still want to be with you. There are things we need to work out, but I want to be with you, and I'm sorry. Maybe you should be the writer of Glee here. <laughs> I mean, that is phenomenal. You yeah, know what I, mean? I it. We didn't, in my opinion, we didn't get the apology that Will deserved. No, no I, not yet. No, not yet. And I feel like with um, Finn's revelation that he, in fact, 
kissed Emma in a previous episode, I feel like that is what's to come. You're going to see it's going to get worse for them before it gets better. Absolutely. But I do think, yes, it is partially Will's fault, and he did leave, and he is the catalyst of these events, but still, she's the one who walked out. And that means something, you know? He did not leave her. So it's just hard for me when he's sitting here and, you know, he starts. First of all, I have to say before I go any further, this is my number one favorite song of all time, period, end of sentence. How much was I screaming that through the whole episode? I you know. were. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're going to talk about all the songs. I know. I'm sorry. I'm jumping no, ahead. No, I'm excited to talk about it. I know. You were so excited. I was, so I was excited. excited for you at that point. <laughs> so I don't want to bash on this moment because I thought it was an incredible moment. I really was. And they did a great job with it. I just think sometimes Glee tries to fit in too much in the wrong way. And it, because it's movie night, they wanted to do this big thing, but if they took the extra second to think about it, she really owes him a, a, a big a, apology or some sort of a, I effed up. I felt like we kind of got a fast forward on that. Like, right. we, we saw him, you know, coming with this big gesture and then them talking about how they're going to make it work between them now, but we didn't get the what happened between them you're exactly right. Yes. That's exactly what it is. And I think yeah. we'll see that in the future. I hope so. Or maybe Hopefully a, fill in those gaps. You mean yeah. they're going to go back? Yeah, and they're going to go back. and Like a flashback? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Just to get those answers. I don't know. I really just want them to figure it out, but I feel like he... I don't think that necessarily um, Emma knows what she wants, and so it's going to be hard for her to be in this relationship with him now. When we're talking about Will and Emma, what about that random thing they threw in the beginning of them in the black and white in the movie scene? I, I it's bizarre to start the episode like that. It yeah, it yeah. didn't. Although work. it was cool, I it actually didn't. It was work a nice for gradual yeah. intro. Yeah, I it didn't work for right. me. I thought it was really hard to kind of start there. I wanted something before that. It worked for me as a standalone piece, yeah. not as the introduction to the TV show tonight. Yeah. It, you know, so um, I'm in between. But you know, it was a dream. It was a so. dream. But I, I think that this episode, one issue that I had with it was that the songs came in at really random spots. It Absolutely, didn't yes. feel like it necessarily. Um, didn't go with the pace of the storyline. Exactly. And it, there were great songs and great, as you said, standalone pieces. But did I think that it all meshed together to make one great episode? I don't know. It was not cohesive. Yeah. No, Absolutely. I agree with you. A hundred percent. I just, um, yeah, I, I wanted it to be different, I guess. A little different. I, wa- I wanted to love this movie episode. And there were moments, and we'll get into them, where I was just obsessed and was like, this is what Glee should be, and it's amazing. Edge of yes. our seats, absolutely. And, and so then amazing. others where I was just like, I don't know. But tell us what you think. You can head over to iTunes and tell us, hey, you guys are being totally negative tonight, or you, <laughs> <laughs> or we're loving what you're saying. So let us know what you think. It helps us, and we love to make a good show for you. So go on to iTunes. Um, rate and comment. Uh, Blaine and Kurt. This was actually one of my favorites tonight. And to oh, switch it up here, God. I mean, we were all three so. freaking melting there. And like, I, uh, I could we uh-huh. <laughs> the words. Oh, so good. Like, and I just gotta say, I love freaking love Moonland Rouge. I mean, uh, duh. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, who doesn't? Obviously. We took a little sneak peek and saw what the songs were going to be tonight, and we were all so anxious for this uh, one. I mean, how can you not? Like, yeah. If you're a true Gleek, like yeah. we definitely are. P.S., yeah. why don't we have those Gleek shirts? We need to get those. We need to yeah, get Gleek, to on Gleek on the front, After Buzz on the back, or vice versa. I'm going to make those. And you know what? We'll use Rally Babe. We'll use Erica mm-hmm. Vieira, our, our person here's company. We'll, yeah. Wow, yeah. I have a whole plan now. We'll anyway, anyway, so maybe for the season, like we'll work on it in the next couple weeks like by season finale we will have this done <laughs> but if you are a true gleek then you look up the songs beforehand because yeah. you cannot wait yeah and obviously when you see moulin rouge on there you're like uh-huh <laughs> this is going to be so and it was awesome. everything that i wanted it to be just amazing and i liked how and yes we're skipping ahead to the songs but i loved how it, it was no, we can't blaine it. and kurt and like two guys singing this romantic song. Oh, so good. The one thing that did tie a lot of the episode together tonight was there was a lot of love stories and love songs going on. 
and I did really appreciate this one. And I love Blaine's facial expression when he's singing, and it just seems so honest and natural for him and not forced. I just thought it was great. But again, my thing about this was I turned to you guys and I was like, where are we right now? I know. you. The logistics of it got in the way for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't. I, and finally, I'm watching. I'm like, this is amazing. Because if it is a dream, if you're envisioning it, I needed a moment before and a moment after of like a zzzz or yeah. something. Uh-huh. Or like Some in, transition into or, a dream. Or if you're going to stick with the black and white like you did with Will and Emma, go back to black and white. Whatever it is. You know what I mean? But for me, this just was like... I was so invested in it and then so crushed. And maybe that's the point. Yeah. Just like Chris Colfer was so crushed. Yeah. And my best guess, I said it to you during the episode, is that it's the top of their rooftop apartment right. in New York. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. It, we, we said it looked a little Aladdin y, in all honesty. <laughs> that was the word we used. It was also snowing, and it was snowing in New York, so we kind of made that tie. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, though. It's a good point, totally, that I couldn't totally place it either. Come along for my magic carpet ride. I just... Uh, okay, I will. But, but that was on top of a like a veranda, and this particular scene was on top of a roof, which in the movie Moulin Rouge, if you haven't seen it, they're on mm. top of a freaking elephant. Yeah, so Love that's it. why, if they were going to imitate the movie, obviously logistically that's a little difficult, right. but, but then <laughs> imitate it. Like, if, if it's really him in his mind picturing them in the scene... I needed I needed more because it wasn't apparent until afterwards, which was too late for me. I understand where you're coming from. For me, I was so invested in the song right. and that relationship that it took me actually like till the end of the song to be like, wait, where are they? I didn't care through most of it. Uh, yeah, except I kept saying, guys, guys, where well, are we? Yes. What's going I on, was, guys? I was sitting next to Rocky. You're like, shut who, up. Who really <laughs> did care, clearly. I know. I, I was like listening sitting. to it and just basking in the amazingness of that. But just the sound, that's one of those songs I'm going to go and buy on iTunes because it, it was so, it was music to my ears. Literally. So there were so many of them tonight where right. I was just like, I could be on my phone buying this on iTunes right now. because, And I feel like that's what Glee wants me to do, right. <laughs> is, is buy those songs. But um, I really love also the fact that I feel like in college you really are that kind of sometimes you're not sure where your relationship is going and that's exactly where Kurt is right, right. now with it. Exactly. He, You can tell he feels like he you know, should move on from Blaine but still there's absolutely feelings there. When we're talking about that though, what are you guys thinking about Adam because I haven't been here with you so I don't know your guys' opinion on him. Do we like him but we just like Blaine better or... Do we not like him? Do we not like him with, you know, what's... I, yeah, I know I that... I Adam. <laughs> yeah, to me, he's kind of... I don't want to call him forgettable, but that's the first word that's coming up for me. Like, Boring. he's... He, yeah, yeah he's, he really is. He's kind of okay. Like, I don't think he's a bad guy. He's not out to hurt Kurt. Like, I don't have an issue with him. But is he Blaine and Kurt? Are the, That couple, I would so much rather have... Kurt and Blaine be together. You know, I feel like Adam's just a rebound, and they mentioned it in the episode too. And Adam mm-hmm. pointed it out. He's like, "I don't want to be a rebound, but he really is." That's yeah. exactly what I was just gonna say. I was gonna say, you know, he asks the question, and in my opinion, if you feel the need to ask somebody that, yeah. you already know the answer. Yeah. You absolutely do. And he was completely pulling at straws, being right. like, "We can go to a movie and have our own romantic movie." And I was just like, "You don't the, plan that no. shit." No, no, that's just mm. is what it is, and it's <laughs> so <laughs> jealous. It's, it's, it's so jealous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not something you can plan. And you know what? Love is something that cannot be forced. I mean, try as you might, but if you could force love, we'd all be in love. Yeah, exactly. And I just wanted Adam to, no, not. I don't want him to give up on Kurt because I don't love that in relationships, but also recognize what's in front of you, I guess right. is the best way I can say it. That this guy clearly is not over or not ready for a new relationship if he's still dreaming about being with Blaine. And actually Santana says it in the episode that um, yeah. he always dreamed of this being the wedding song with Blaine. But you know what I like about this storyline Sometimes in TV shows or in movies, when you want a guy to be with one person, but they're with the other person, they make the other person be, become 
evil so that you hate them. But in real life, that's not how it always happens. Usually, neither person is evil. There's just one person that you're in love with, and the other person's still a great person. They're just not right for you. So I like Mm -hmm. that they're not making Adam evil in the way that they're making Brody evil. You know? It's like... Rachel eventually is probably going to end up with Finn because Brody becomes evil. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But I don't think it's right that Kurt should end up with Blaine because Adam Adam's all of a sudden evil. was a drug dealer. Like, no. I like that Adam's just a good guy. He's just not the guy for Kurt, potentially. Yeah, I, I think I'm just the person who, like, I'm a huge Finchel fan. I know you'll probably remember this <laughs> right. from when we did the show before. But I also just love, I just love Blaine and Kurt together. I kind of like those original relationships and I'm probably destroying all these new Glee fans who love the new relationships, but I don't know. It's hard for me to accept, Wait, I guess. But I think that's the point of Adam, that the creators brought in Adam just so we wouldn't like him as much as Blaine and it would make right. the audience want Kurt and Blaine to get back together even more. Absolutely. Just quick question because you mentioned it. Are you a, are you missing Brittany and Santana because you're original? Yes, you I, yeah. I, I am. I, I mean, really am. I think my first, my favorite couple would be Finchel, and then, the, but it's all the original couples, truly. Right. That I it's tough. Yeah, but, it's a hard life for us. Yeah, for us, <laughs> yeah, it really is. Us season one, us, <laughs> us true leaks, it's tough, man. Yeah, it's, it's a tough world. That breakup episode was killer. Uh, oh, we yeah. literally were in tears Horrible. almost on the air, which was traumatizing. <laughs> It's happened before, guys. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, exactly. Um, But let's get into Rachel and Brody and this whole situation. We left last episode with Rachel taking a pregnancy test. We still don't know if she's pregnant or not. Love how they phrased that. And Santana's like, I found your stick. Because what do you say? Like, yeah, you would say, like, pregnancy test. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She, in the way that she hysterically cried, I think they make. They make it so they want us to think she's pregnant, mm-hmm. but I don't think she is, and I think she was crying because she's not. I I think so too. I think maybe she it's something back to uh, Finn that you know if she was, it would be easier to go back to him. Uh, I don't know, but I do think that if she is pregnant, that's a total game changer for this show, and I don't see them going that direction. I don't think she's pregnant. I think she's just freaking out over the fact that she could have been pregnant and she could have literally destroyed her entire career. Her dreams of working in Tiniata, her dreams of being on Broadway, and she she might have realized that like that could have literally been flushed down the toilet. First of all, Rachel Berry is probably the face of condoms. She is such a freak about things like this. There's no <laughs> effing way yeah. that she did not use protection. No. Sec- <laughs> That's just me being picky. <laughs> Second of all, I don't think the show would go this way either because it would end up, the storyline would be who the baby daddy yeah. and also, you know, whatever. And we've kind of had that storyline with Quinn. You've already had it. Yeah. And I don't know if she would be able to get an abortion and then what if she can have the kid and then the, like, I yeah. just don't think it's going to go that way. I think she's crying and she's so upset that she's not pregnant because she's like, doesn't know what she's doing with her life, and she was scared, and Santana's comforting her. I don't know. I think we can all agree, though, we don't want to see a baby in that apartment with Kurt and his boyfriend and Rachel and Brody. I mean, then the show would have to be moved to Comedy Central. Yeah, like, like that's just a whole different... Or Lifetime. Yeah. Rachel Berry's in, like, no position to be a mother. Yeah. Right now in her career, no position. She's just too selfish. It's true. And not in a bad way, as you should be at age... 20. I was just about well, to she's say she's finally that finding her feet at Niata. I mean, she just won the gallery competition. You know, she's finding herself, really. And then to have a baby come along and destroy that, no. Well, that's what yeah. college is all about, is figuring out who you are on your own. Like, it's it's not about, you know, having a baby and doing all of that. Like, that's, yeah. And so baby in college would be an interesting twist for Glee. I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility. Glee did has done weird things before, but I just don't think it's necessarily the direction the show's going right now because they're also trying to balance 
this high school experience with the college. And if you have a baby in college, like, that's a whole show on itself. You, you don't right, have time right. to go back and forth between two worlds. Do I smell a spinoff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have no oh, idea. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. Well, yes, our control booth has a very clear opinion on that. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I think that Rachel... Rachel is going to—I love that Santana has moved in. We didn't even get to that. Santana moved in, made herself— Really comfortable. Really comfortable, searched through everything. And you kind of see her teasing people at the beginning of the episode. And she's the one who thinks that Brody is up to no good. She's the first one to point it out. Absolutely. I mean, Santana's smart, and I feel like she's usually the one to figure things out. Yeah, she is. So no shock there. Yeah, and she's the one that should— tell all the bad news because I think she's the only one that would say it straightforward. Um, yeah, and also if Kurt tried to tell Rachel, Rachel would be like, talk to the hand. <laughs> yeah, and we all mentioned tonight, she also was dressed, uh, not Santana, Rachel, mm-hmm. was dressed a little differently than we've seen her this season. It's like that trendy, frumpy look, <laughs> but yeah. they're trying to make it so that we don't know whether she's pregnant or not, so they're like covering, I don't even know. It's there like was, she would be so... I think she, she was too worried about her pregnancy to even care about her appearance. Right. Yeah, I don't know, and it was like, we're snowed in, so it was like that, like, I'm half in PJs, but it's actually a really tight, it was like a tight black outfit and then a frumpy-ish sweater over it. And I was just like, I'm not sure how I feel about this look. Like, my sweatpants cost me $500 kind of look, (laughs) totally. But even her hair, like, she just put it back in a ponytail, you know, no makeup. It's not the Rachel Berry we know and hate. Minimal makeup, (laughs) yeah. But love. We we love Rachel Berry. We, yeah, we can't be too negative. I'm not (laughs) kidding. I I love to hate her, hate to love her, whatever. Yes, of course. Yeah. So anyway, but Santana had twelve hundred dollars. Yes. Wow. From Brody. I know. Brody had that. Yeah. Brody that I don't know, what do you think? Drug dealer, a pager? Yeah, the pager. I haven't seen a pager in a while. No. Um no. but that is pre- we thought, our generation. <laughs> yeah. We thought it was an escort because last episode we only saw a lot of cash, so we immediately thought escort, but now that you well, add a pager into that equation. There are more possibilities. I still don't think drug dealer, though, because it would have been too easy if Santana got it right on the first try. I think there's something we're not thinking of. Well, he was leaving a hotel room in the last episode Mm -hmm. with this wad of cash. So you do go to escort. Right. But Mm -hmm. And they haven't mentioned escort yet on the show, so that's still a possibility. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else would be pager. I mean, the only people I know who still carry pagers work in ERs. Yes, which, totally. <laughs> in hospitals. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I can't really think of anything, but you should tweet at us and tell us your opinions, because I'm sure we are just not thinking of the right answer here. Um, but who, who uses a pager? Who uses a pager? 2013, Yes, uh, other than doctors. Yeah. Are you listening to us in there? <laughs> Come on, Steven. Yes. Uh, can I be annoying and pulse back for a second, like way back, just because I'm on this page of my notes? Of course. Just had to comment about something about Will and Emma. And I quote, gingers smell like pennies, end quote. <laughs> I mean... We didn't mention that, and it just needed to be thrown out there. Nothing else needs to be really said. Just had to throw that out there. As a ginger... I didn't get it. I was like, this I know. Is I'm what? sitting sitting next to you. I'm like, no, no, she's good. I was like, I was like, I've never had anyone tell me I smell like a penny. So thanks, Glee. I'm I, sure it will happen next week. Yeah, that that was interesting. Copper, like I just kind of make copper kind of red. Yeah, that's it was the just only hysterical. that's yeah. the only connection I could have made with that joke. Yeah, I was and then where they came. But my favorite that. comment that uh, Emma's dad made was. The kids at this school don't think about what college they want to go to until a week before high school ends. That's weird. And I love that he called out the show. I love when shows make fun of themselves. It's like, they're called, you know, that's yeah. true. It's like, the week before high school ends, oh, where am I going to go to college? Oh, I'm going to audition here. Obviously, that's not how real life works, so Glee was kind of poking fun at itself, and I liked that. I like the fact that Glee does that repeatedly. Yeah, they do it all it's the time. Not, mm-hmm. It's not something that's like a one-off with them. They've And also, the actors themselves don't seem afraid to make fun of themselves with Born This Way. Right. They they point out the things that are most clear to all us Gleeks that, 
you know, maybe I'm not the best singer or I'm super tall or I'm this or that. And I, I really do appreciate that because I, I think it's hard to do on a national stage as an actor to be like, guess what I can't do or guess what I'm really self-conscious about. And you, I guarantee you that maybe some of them aren't affected by those, you know, feelings, but others I, I would imagine are like, I have a big nose and this is terrible for me, but on the show I'm going to own it. I completely yeah, agree. And, yeah. But that's what Glee does so well. They base that basic principle of you know being the standout and not really fitting in and hitting all those realistic points awkward points in people's lives right so true um awkward points we can totally say that the love triangle between Ryder marley and uh jake Jake. Jake. dude this Uh. one's tough for me man i mean i like them both. I like both these guys a lot. It's yeah. it's hard because, you know, when, usually it's the typical bad guy and the typical good guy, and you're like, go with the good guy! Go with the good guy! But Jake's like good... Bad Jake's guy gone good, good. kind of, and you yeah. want you want to be rewarded for being good, not sh- like have his heart completely that torn to shreds. That was actually going to be my first question tonight. Do you guys have a preference? Who should she choose? Damn it. Ugh. Don't ask me that. It's me. <laughs> I know. It's like Sophie's Choice. It's, uh, this is <laughs> Sophie's <laughs> Choice. It really is. Uh, uh, can you answer first, one of you? Oh, I think, like, Jake... Ooh. Oh, no. Not cool, Steven. <laughs> I think Jake... I'm going to take notes. We've seen all these episodes. <laughs> Pros and cons. No, no, no. We've seen Jake throughout all these episodes trying to be good and literally fighting for Marley. And we... From that perspective, I think Marley should be with Jake. So that's one for Jake. he's proving his true love for Marley. Wait, you fight for Jake and you fight I for Ryder. I was just about so to say. That's one that's for Jake. Fine. Okay, go for Ryder. One for Ryder. Okay, Ryder doesn't have to try. He is the good guy. Mm-hmm. He, like, he wants, you know, he does all these gestures for her because he's so in love with her. It's not that he realizes that's what boyfriends should do. Okay. Uh, any more for Jake? Uh... He's really hot. <laughs> we could go with that, but just, um, he's really hot, and I think he and well, the willingness to change. Yes, willingness to change. Willingness but to change. I have to Ryder. say, Ryder's really hot. Ryder's really hot, and maybe that should get two points because he's really, really hot. So <laughs> is <laughs> Jake. That's two points for him. Okay. Too. All right, and also, uh, so Ryder, he has loved her from the beginning. It it was not. He never treated her poorly. He's been stable stable the entire time Ryder gets another one okay and I'm one oh no we're we're tied up so maybe it's your choice now tiebreaker tiebreaker oh. go for it guys I don't know I just <laughs> I can't answer this <laughs> maybe next don't week do this. can we it's can like we try chocolate to... chip cookie or Oreo cookie I love <laughs> oh them both <laughs> that would be a hard decision it's I, tough man I, I was, would go with Oreo and I'm not just saying that because one of them's white and one of them's black <laughs> I was gonna say over the weekend we were trying to choose a Girl Scout cookie it's a tough call it's a tough <laughs> line but you know first what first world problems baby Thin Mint or Samoa no, exactly you know what another point Blake, you know, they did make... I keep calling him Blake. I know. I, I, I call, him, I call oh him Chris Colfer. I cannot I call him Colfer. Every episode, I called him Blake. Ryder did try to make plans with Marley, but that didn't work out. And, you know, who was there to to take Jake. that? Jake. Jake swooped in at the last minute and saved the day. And Jake didn't pressure her to have sex. Uh-huh. That's true. So six, you got to put a finger up. That's sex. Okay, if you can't figure out two more, we're going with Jake. All right. So Ryder, he is, you know what is good about him is that he has these issues. So does Marley. They can come together and figure out their issues together. You could say that about both. You get a half point for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're about even. We could go on the list. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those, those things. I think they're equal. They're kind of equal. Which makes it so much harder. And and the present thing, but then the thing from Ghost, and you know the pottery, and that was sexy, and he was trying on the gifts, but really, originally, it was was Ryder with the gifts, and Ryder thought of so many gifts, and he was just so willing to give them to Jake, and you thought he was such a good guy, but then Ryder ends up kissing her, which makes him a really bad Bad guy, guy. actually, and I thought he was supposed to be the good guy, so is he the good guy gone bad, and the bad guy's the bad guy gone good, and in which case would you rather a good guy inherently who's doing bad things, or a bad guy who's trying to do good things? We just got a huge insight into your mind. <laughs> so 
no, 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 twink, twink. It's the mind of Roxy. Oh, I miss you so much. I know. It's, it's, so, it's tough. It's just tough. I'm so glad you're back because you clearly yeah. have strong opinions about this show and you Me? need to opinionated, huh? You need to share them what? with all of us because clearly that's a thing. I'm going to come in next week with like, a big whiteboard of pros and cons. I would love for and you to come in with it. a Glee Theory whiteboard and just be like, "Oh my god, teach us, Roxy." It'll be it's just too much. We're gonna do over the weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. Damn it! <laughs> Plans for the weekend here, Glee Theory. The weekend, <laughs> exactly. But maybe this is the perfect time to get into the songs of the night. We've been talking about them all, and I don't even know where to start. I guess we can start with Will and Emma. Um, with that black and white number, you are you are all the world to me. From and Royal Wedding, Fred yeah, Astaire. yeah, Fred Astaire, gotta love it. Um, you know what? Fine, as like a YouTube clip. Mm. It's like it was not the best intro. Yeah, and it was a great like promo for the show. Like for some reason, I wanted to see it as like Glee, like Fox, you know, Glee on, Glee on Fox Thursdays at nine, and have that be the clip. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. It's a great YouTube or whatever promo, uh, just to start the episode as a dream. He, like that's what he was dreaming about. I just and I didn't see that as the dream. The dream should be what we saw with Kurt and Blaine, like those intimate small right. moments. They barely really even interacted. It was kind of weird, like bouncing off the walls. It was cool, definitely cool, but not in the context of the show. And I think I said it to you when we were watching. We were like, how did they bounce off the walls? And do you remember the sync video? I think it was for Bye Bye Bye, which will be in rotating next week's episode. And it was bye, a ro- bye, bye. And it was a yeah. rotating room. And yeah. I was like, it has to be the same technology. And I think that they rotated those rooms. Like, they actually rotate... The yeah, room, yeah, which is crazy to think I, about. Yeah, I think they rotated the room, but I also think there was a harness involved because you can see the movements. There was too fluid to be bouncing off of walls. Guys, they had help. Whatever it was, it was cool. It was interesting. Obviously, Glee wanted to show a different side of themselves. I just don't like when shows do things just because they're cool and artsy and interesting. But it has to fit in the context of the show. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't agree more. And they only did it because that's how they did it in Royal Wedding. Right. It's true. Um... Moving on. Oh, moving on. Do we? Can we skip shout, please? I. I mean, oh, I know. I. Uh, so frustrating. So frustrating. It was terrible. I can't talk about it, it any, anymore. Uh, like, guys. Okay. Well, it was anticlimactic. It was. Oh, did my, not feel like the five. You're episode. bringing back bad memories for Roxy here. Yeah. I mean, I think we can just say. Maybe share your opinions okay. with us because we've clearly we shared here's, us. Here's the one thing I'll say about ours. Shout. Yeah. You know in Wedding Crashers where you, it's the scene where everybody's getting undressed and he's throwing them all on the beds. You make want to shout and their shirts off. Man, throw your hands up and you see a bra <laughs> at the wedding in the clothes. Da-da-da. That's what I think of when I hear Shout. Yeah. And it's so exciting and it's like we're having sex and we're crashing weddings. This was like we're crawling on the ground of the library. Shout like the okay, sorry. And they've move, done move, move so <laughs> many cool things um, this season with going back and forth between New York. Like the photography this season between those two has been so cool. I would have right. loved to see in a number where everyone was in it. Will and you know everyone. How are you going to not put Rachel Berry in the five hundredth? Song. I mean, Rachel Berry. Yeah, that is, is true. Like, yeah, she. She and like, Kurt too. And Kurt. Kurt I mean, yeah, and, like, yeah. none of the yeah. New York people were in that. Yeah, and and I just wanted some of those like cute couples and Darren and and Blaine. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just didn't work. I agree, but that's okay because there were many other songs that we loved, such, such as, as "Good." Yeah, come, come oh, what may. My, it was God. amazing. It really uh, was. Blaine so and good. Kurt. Moulin Rouge. What is Love not it. to like about this Love it. number? I, we did mention the location. A slight technicality. But visually, it, it was, was okay. beautiful. It was, lighting, yeah. it was blue and red, romantic. And the crying, and it was so sweet. And then later on, they say singing the song to someone is a more intimate act than sex. And it like felt like that. And I was yeah. like, oh, oh. Do you know how I mean, this is such a bad thing to correlate between? But like in Twilight, it's a PG thirteen movie, so they have to like they kind of show you glimpses of it. They never really show you 
full on sex. Right. And that's what that felt like to me. That like you know exactly where it's going, but they're not showing it to you and in some way that makes tasteful though. Yeah. And it makes it some way sexier. Yeah. Like but the, uh, another thing with this particular number was that we were more emotionally invested in it, too, which is another reason why we might have liked it more than yeah. Shout. Shout was just a song they just It, it felt random. Shout yeah. felt yeah. very Can random. Can you guys imagine had it been Adam and Kurt singing this song together? Then oh. we wouldn't have liked it as much. But yeah. it's this, this oh, hell no. epic love song between these two people who are meant to be together so obviously. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I just I loved that number. It was I think one of my favorites of the night. I don't couldn't choose between a few of them, but that was definitely up there for me. Um, old, watch Moulin Rouge tonight. I know. Go home. <laughs> yes, um, so, old time rock and Danger Zone. Danger, Danger Zone. Man. It was the New Direction boys and. I kind of loved this mashup. I thought it was really fun and not something I would think of. Um, Um, Like in the risky business thing. I I thought it was really great. It was interesting. I was was rocking around. The transition was pretty flawless. It was fun. Yeah, I uh, definitely liked the boys' number more than the girls' number. Same here. I think think the boys won that competition. Yeah. Literally, Court Overstreet kills me. You can't handle the truth. (laughs) (laughs) They turn over like, no, honey. Wrong movie. Yeah, no, I mean, the person who writes for him, I imagine it's probably one or two writers that work on his stuff. For the most part, hilarious. (laughs) Kills me, love it. Um, Yes, and then the girls with uh, Diamonds, our girl's best friend, and Material Girl. Right. It it was okay because... It, I mean, it was a nice mashup. They did the Moulin Rouge version, yeah. and in that version, there's dialogue that makes sense in, right. within the context of the movie. And in this particular number, they're doing Glee, and the random dialogues that they kept from Moulin Rouge did not fit. You know what I wrote down here? I said, this is supposed to be fun, but it's just eh. Yeah. And, like, these both songs are so fun, and I could have gotten into this. Can you imagine if they were went jewelry shopping or were doing something fun? Like, yeah, right. just performing on the stage in those outfits with the feathers. It was supposed to be so fun. And, and the most fun part was the audience reaction of the guys. Yeah. But the girls just, it wasn't that fun. I Exactly. When you say, like, shopping for jewelry or what have you, I wanted them to, like, be at the mall and have an 80s right, number. Right. Like, it, it felt like it would be fun to, like, dress, not in, like, these poofy dresses, but, like, 80s, fun. I don't know. It just didn't totally read to me in the way that I think they probably intended. It. My favorite part of the song was right before it started when Marley and Kitty are talking in, and Kitty pulls the crossies don't count. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys so used to do that? Yeah. Oh, I know. I was Did just like, say, like, I was like, who still does that Remember, now? like, promise you won't tell anybody. I promise I won't. Crossies don't count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Jinx, you owe me shout I mean, no, such I a shout out to, like, the 90s girls. Yeah, you know, like, really absolutely. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, 100%. But, like, people actually used to do that. Like, if you yeah, were crossing your fingers, it didn't count if you told somebody. <laughs> you yeah. didn't do that, though, in I the know, 90s. But I feel like that was absolutely more of, like, I don't know, elementary school, middle school. I don't remember that even being a high school Obviously thing. Obviously not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So and the fact that they still do it now in 21st century with all this new technology out. And but they know who's watching their show. Right. 90s. Yeah. 90s girls. Yeah, yeah guys, 90s kids. guys, guys. I know, oh, so yeah. excited for you. Woo-hoo. Do you want to talk about this one? <laughs> okay, in your eyes. Um, it's like the best song ever by Peter Gabriel. And it's literally, you know how people are like, oh my God, that's totally my favorite song. This, <laughs> this is my number one favorite song. My number two being The Scientist, which they also did this season, which is hysterical. But this is my number one favorite song. I've been waiting for this moment for my entire life, like literally yeah. all 21 years of my whole short life. You were like, as soon as I knew Glee was a thing, right. I... I was waiting for it. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. I thought they killed it. I love that Will was the lead singer and they had the new directions as the backup singers. Even though as I'm saying plot line, I would love to see Emma, but whatever. As a standalone, this was a perfect moment for me. Yeah. And just his facial expression, it went from being serious to happy. And, of course, the reference to say anything. And when they were doing movie week, and just, it was awesome. And her standing in the window, and she looked so beautiful. Although, why are you wearing a gown when you're just in your room by yourself? Don't you dare pull this song. Keep it on. And, oh, it was just so good. I also have to say that we haven't had a big will will moment in a second. You know what I mean? Because he was away, 
and all of that. And I know, just it's time. I can't, to I can't listen and listen. Oh. I know, I'm talking over. But you're right, we, you're haven't, we haven't had a good moment. <laughs> yeah. It's the pool. Yeah, and it, it, engagement. That's right. And it was like nice to have him back. And he's such a good singer. I mean, Matthew Morrison can do no wrong in my mind. And so, so fun to have him singing. Obviously, Roxy's favorite song here. Do you guys love him? Uh oh, I'm nervous. Yeah, and. I love Say Anything reference. Yeah. This is just great. I think... Not so, yeah, uh, so too much. I mean, we can just listen and listen and listen to this. <laughs> but Over and over. Like, it's just my favorite. So this was an amazing moment for me. So if people think that I'm hating on episodes, this is making up for any hatred I've ever had, and I can't believe you turned the song off. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so rude. So sad. Yes. Thank you. Gotcha. Thanks. So amazing. I see the doorway. We can clearly get into thousand churches <laughs> and resolutions. Yes. yes! yes! <laughs> I forgot the words. <laughs> I can sing real. God. I light and the your eyes. eyes. Oh, and I love when they did that. They went up like they do in the south. Yeah, I mean. Can yeah. I give you a suggestion? Don't you know what makes it? Again. No, no, no. It makes it even better. David Copperfield did a number to this song, and it's fantastic. Magic in this song. Okay. Ooh, I, my favorite version out. of the song is Magic. by Jeffrey Gaines, and it's amazing. So download that too. That, there I you mean, go. While you're on okay. iTunes liking us, you can do, go, do that. Go down I, I have a quick question though. Why is this, in your eyes, your favorite ultimate favorite song? I, I, it's weird for me because my favorite movie of all time is Good Will Hunting, and the second I saw the movie, it ended. I said that's my favorite movie, and it never wasn't. The first time I ever heard In Your Eyes, it said that's my favorite song, and it never changed. Like I can't exactly tell you, but literally, you know, usually you listen to a song, it takes multiple times to like it, or, yeah. or the, the first time I listened, I was like, that's it, and it's just been it for as long as I can remember. All right. Well, we know what your favorite song is, but we should. I, I don't know if we're ever gonna get to another song. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> this song's only like five minutes long. I muted okay. Steph for you. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah. Every, oh, not cool. Um, Steven, unmute her. Oh. It's okay. I was, I was just getting into it. That was it. a hard My voice cut. was just warming up. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even just ease me out there. <laughs> that was a hard That cut. was YouTube. You gotta go cold turkey. Well, maybe, YouTube maybe just shut it off. Maybe at the end of the song, you can, or then the oh, show, you definitely. can just okay. go for it. Oh, my but, God. But uh, we should talk about... Unchained ah, screw the rest. No, you're right. <laughs> Fine. We can just leave it there and be like, eh, it's okay. No, because I would actually no. say this is my second favorite moment of the episode would be the next song, I think. It was such a great moment. And so right. uh, what I was talking about earlier, those small moments that Glee does so well. This was where she's imagining, and you can imagine her in high school doing that. Right. That you would you would debate between two guys and imagine your kind of life with both of them. Yeah, absolutely. And did you guys used to throw? Did you used to do ceramics or throw? Yeah. yeah. I, I did too. And like, I, I didn't throw it at people, though. There's, yeah. so, there's something so sexy about like... I don't know. There's no way to describe it, but like when your hands in ceramics and like a guy's hands well, over yours, it's so hot. Well, like yeah, and it's like I don't know about you, but you always have like the crush in high school, and like he was always like in the room. Like, I don't know. It's just like one of those things where ceramics high school totally works. This is what made me want to go Ryder. Yeah, because know. Ryder, the kiss with Ryder, that was hot. It was. Yeah. It was Ryder and Marley. The kiss was like sexy. It was one of those bottom lip, like oh my god, give me more kisses. <laughs> Her kisses with Jake aren't as hot. No. I just feel like Ryder. Oh, point for point for Ryder. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now we're definitely we'll tied. Get, I'll yeah. definitely give you that. I was yeah. like, uh, oh, me, my lips, like yeah. my hands. Oh, my. Let's make a bowl together. Uh, yeah. It felt. It definitely was just one of those moments. It felt like you know a very good Glee moment. So it sexy. made me so happy. Like exactly. So because sometimes, as I said, Glee can go all over the place, but that was a strong one for them. Thank, <laughs> yeah. Throwing pottery, sexy. <laughs> Such a ki- such a sexy kiss, Ryder. Sexy. I said phenomenal in capital letters. Perfect. I was just like amazed by it. It was yes. so good. Can, but can I just say bromance over? Oh yeah, yeah. that is not a thing anymore so at all. Because bummer, but she, it had to happen. Uh, but done. she admits to it, and she's like, "I didn't stop him." And when you do that, you are asking for it. <laughs> you can say that. Yes, Ryder kissed me, but I don't think she should have continued with and I let him come on. I know. I mean, that's that was, what that's what that's threw a him off. Yeah. That's not even mean. And I let him. And I let him. I mean, Weird. I guess didn't that's stop what him. him yeah, off the edge. I don't know. Wah, wah. 
And then I liked the last number too. And I mean, Footloose is so high energy. This is a perfect 500 episode song. I was yes. just about to say. This should have been it. Right, who didn't who didn't dance Footloose? I mean, I actually know the dance. To I this. mean, I love Footloose. <laughs> Do it, Marissa. Stop. Stop. There's I not mean, enough room there. I mean, I we think have that, the I camera. Yeah. 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 No. Next week, will you practice for us? I'll practice. Okay. okay. You don't okay. simply say you've already you can do the dance and then not do it. Come on. There's only like three feet there. Um, do it. I need a full. I do think it. you can do it. No. No. Yeah. A little something. Yeah. I'm singing. In, in, in your seat, a little a little preview. <laughs> no. No, it's all footwork. It's all footwork. All right. You couldn't even see my feet on that thing. Well, whatever. All right. <laughs> so. I know, and I wanted for some reason the 500th performance to be the last one of the night. I I don't know what it was. It I would was have been just, more fitting. It was upsetting. How about the fact that why were they performing Footloose? It came out of absolutely nowhere. There was no no introduction to it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. This is this is how it should have ended on that moment with them. There was no there was no competition with the Footloose. There was no mashup. There was no song of the week. They just were on stage. Oh, I think so Footloose yeah. is like a song that is most known for being in a high school type of movie yeah. musical thing. It's true, and it made for me want to go back. And I think well, there are a ton of them in this uh, episode, but I really just want to go back and watch Footloose. I don't know about I hate you guys. YouTube. Okay. I do too, <laughs> Um, This weekend. I don't know, but you know what I am doing this weekend for sure? Exactly. I'm so excited to see it. I know Marissa has already seen it, so she can tell you all about it. It's hilarious. Um, Our own very own Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaard, directed by Kevin, star in this Adventures of Serial Buddies. Stars Kathy Lee Gifford, Ari Lange, and Christopher Lloyd, Henry Winkler. Yes, it's Dexter meets... A dumb and dumber. It's freaking I phenomenal. I mean, the trailer had me like laughing. I cannot wait. I'm seeing it on Saturday. Here's yes. the thing. It's coming out, it's premiering this weekend. Tomorrow. It's okay. freaking hilarious. It's one of those movies that you don't have to do what we do and sit and take notes. You go, you got a drink with your friend, you go to the movie, you make a night of it, you have a blast, you pee your pants, so <laughs> maybe you don't take anybody too hot. <laughs> you pee really freaking funny. Honestly, if you're in one of the cities, you should go to amc.com, you should purchase your tickets, and you should get out there because, you know, it's, it's really worth it. As we yes. said, out tomorrow in less than an hour here, um, out, which is so exciting, and it's in San Francisco, L.A., Boston, Chicago, and New, New York. York, baby. Woohoo! So excited. Cannot wait. Um, are you guys ready for some news and gossip? Yes. No. No? You've decided, no, that's not a thing you're interested in? I don't think I'm ready. (laughs) Well, we've been talking about how this baby will affect uh, Rachel Berry's life. Oh my god, she's pregnant in real life. She is not pregnant in real life. Spoiler alert. I only held my breath there. I'm like, what? Corey and Leah have not decided to have a baby. She is with child. At at least that we publicly know. Tomorrow is a different story, of course. But um, Exactly. She denied that, actually, on The View this week. But um, So Leah does confirm, though, that she will be back for season five. So that's great. We can't imagine the show without her. And she says that the formula will be a little different next year. Um, she's excited about it. It'll still be kind of balancing those two different worlds, but you're going to see, um, you know, the kids in high school, but the whole year and the show will morph it, morph throughout the year. So I'm not exactly sure what she means by that, but I'm very excited about it. You know, it's weird right now because it's they're saying two worlds, but really Los Angeles has become a world also with Puckerman and yeah. whatever. So it's it's just too much right now. I wish that they kind of didn't have so many characters so that the seniors this year would all find some magical way to move to New York and then we could just pick up from there. It could be like Boy Meets World. They all go to the same college. But the thing is, for next season... The seniors now, they're going to spread out, too, and they're going to be in different places. So that's even more locations that's to what I'm keep saying. up with. It's just like... I mean, are we going to do, like, Chicago, New York, 
LA. Are we going to start having all of Ohio. the five movie locations that we just mentioned? Like, be like, Glee, Glee, it needs to be a map, and we just like pop in on the map to Not different. Thumb down. Yeah. Not. No, I mean, just way to destroy the show. I hope that it they figure out a way to get more people to New York, and then you have a small storyline at McKinley. I think the New York storyline right now, there's so much more that could happen yes. with it. So, yes, absolutely. Uh, that would be exciting for me. And then Nini. Uh, she's on the new normal, but yeah, she, she cracks me up, dude. Yeah, I mean, hilarious and so much fun as the coach on um, Glee. Roz. Roz, yeah. Roz and Washington. We kind of thought she wouldn't be back, or at least I did, because she's on the new normal. Like, she has a busy schedule, and she does um, the Housewives as well. Mm-hmm. And she's supposedly coming back later this season, so it'll be fun to see her. And she says, I'm not exactly sure what she'll be doing, but um, she's a dangerous girl. I love the coach, honey. I'm obsessed with her. I'm so excited to be um, going back to Glee. Great. Yeah. Anybody who's ever worked on Glee has had nothing but amazing things to say about their time there. So I think that's why they get a lot of reoccurrings because people want to go back and people want to perform. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And I think it's a really fun show, and they seem like a tight-knit cast. Yeah, and sometimes huge celebrities come on, and then they come back on. Kristen Chenoweth or whoever it is, you know? Well, yeah. and we mentioned, like, Gwyneth Cole, Paltrow. Yeah, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. Coldplay music being on there, because Gwyneth Paltrow, I guarantee that that was why. She's like, this is an amazing cast, an amazing, talented group, so why not uh, her husband, Chris Martin, yeah. mm-hmm. um, have Coldplay? Yeah. Absolutely. And then also on that close-knit cast experience, we had Darren Chris and Chris Colfer were out here in Hollywood at the Sayers Club. Um, I was actually with them. I mean, of course Roxy was. She's on the coolest spot always. Uh Um, But they were seeing semi-precious weapons. If I could finish the night talking, that would be great. Um, Helpful. Yeah, helpful. Exactly. You know. And they were out with Diana Agron, also from Glee, and her new boyfriend, Christian Cook. So, always fun to like see them out together and they're actually friends exactly yeah it's always nice when you can like see the glee cast together and you're like oh you are friends in real life this is amazing and especially chris colfer and darren chris it's i love them as a couple on the show and it's nice to know that they're just real life friends right absolutely which works so well with their characters yeah so this is so random but did you guys ever see that commercial that diana agron um, did and it was like this is my tablet, and then she would like draw something Absolutely. or whatever that was. Mm, I don't think I saw that one. You know? I, no, I I did like the like, Windows, this is my car, it, yeah, right. Windows phone, and whatever whatever it was, or, or maybe it was a video game. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, whatever it was, it's. I just think it's always so off putting to see any of these Glee characters somewhere else because right. they're so. It, because it's a musical show, you know, yeah. it's not regular acting. Where what the hell is regular acting? But <laughs> you know, it's not straight acting where it's like you see them acting this and then acting this. But there's these musical characters, and then all of a sudden there's something else, and I'm like, holy crap, they're talented people. Especially right. seeing the uh, uh, L'Oreal commercials with yeah. oh my god, yeah, yeah, Michelle, yeah, Michelle, yeah. I was gonna say Super Bowl commercial with and Naya Rivera. Naya Rivera. That one, and I was drunk for that. I'm like, oh, I love you. <laughs> that, but that commercial was hilarious. I was mean, good. M&M's can do no wrong. That's all. I'll be honest. Duh. Duh. <laughs> but um, amazing. And so, but I kind of like that they're branching out. It is weird. I agree with you. But it's nice to see that the success of the show has allowed them to, you know, get these amazing. Dude, absolutely. I mean, that's what things like this should be, a stepping stone. And I think that they're all treating Glee with the respect it deserves. None of them, from what I've heard, are trying to get out of their contract or go on and do quote-unquote bigger or better things you know yeah. i think if a show kind of makes you you need to give it the respect that it gave to you and yeah, actually it's the roots yes you know? it's 100 percent the case we were talking about it with um randomly john krasinski on the office same right. concept like he stayed throughout the experience because that's what gave him his start and that's what mm-hmm. you do yeah you know stick with your roots it's so true predictions can we get in your eyes one more time? <laughs> I think that's the way we're going to have to end this show tonight. Um, okay, so here's what we see uh, next week that that I wrote down. <laughs> Me and my writing skills tonight. Yes. <laughs> so Artie makes uh, Will and Finn com- work it out through song because, of course, when these people fight, they sing instead. Yeah. Um, and that's what oh, we get. Bye, bye, bye. Okay, yes. can I just say that when I was 12, that was literally my favorite song in the entire universe. So I'm pretty excited for Um obviously. <laughs> I mean, mm. amazing. I I got to admit I'm I'm a bigger BSB fan. 
it's, it was tough. That was a tough decision. But I remember. I, I still love Backstreet Boys. I was honestly, I was listening to them like two days ago. So I mean, this is a total side note, but. I've been in sync JT all the way. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I remember my dad got me tickets to the Backstreet Boys concert, and I was, like, so excited because I loved them, but I had wished it was in sync. <laughs> so I was in sync, too. Yeah, I mean, mm. that could be a whole show on its own about why we love our bands, but I'm very excited for this next week. Yeah, I mean, in sync's good. I still, my heart goes with BSB. I, I mean, oh, damn. This is as hard of a decision as Jake versus Ryder. <laughs> I mean, it's really it's Sophie's tough. choice. Ni- it, it 90s really... kids problems, I swear. <laughs> Guys, this is like serious issues. We need to <laughs> take, a mo- take a moment of silence or something. I know. Okay, we also saw um, Santana's trying to destroy Brody. Yeah, and the war between Finn and... Um, and Will is not over yet and, at all. Uh, and soon there's a fight about to ignite be, here. And even next next week's episode is called Feud. Yeah. Yeah, and Sue is threatening Blaine, no idea with what. I was going to say, what has Blaine done that's so awful? But I don't know. It's mm-hmm. I mean, cheated on Kurt, but that probably is not what that's about. Yeah. So <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see. I'm excited. I hope that... Uh, you know, we get more of these amazing songs. We got a lot of good ones tonight. Yeah, I just hope they flow a little better. But, yeah, I mean, you can't top in your eyes for me. So maybe they should just do the acoustic version like when they did Teenage Dream. I was going to say, <laughs> it, it just leveled out for you right here. You're it's just, just like, oh, so good. Oh, so good yeah. tonight. Yeah. I don't so, think um, Rachel's pregnant and Emma and we'll get back together. Go see Adventures of Serial Buddies. Yes, Seriously, absolutely. this weekend. Amazing. AMC Theaters. I'm really cool. Burbank. And I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there, too. And you're really cool. You guys are cool kids, and so apparently all the cool kids are doing it. If you're not, you're a loser. Not a gleek, a loser. Yes, thank (laughs) you so much for watching, and, you know, go check out Serial Buddies. We've said it, but definitely do that. Um, You can tweet at AfterBuzzTV and let them know what you think of the movie, our show, any of it. And you can tweet me at Stephanie Wanger. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at TV At Roxy Stryer. Woohoo! And we're back, baby. Yes, and Sarah will be back next week, too. Yay! From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, Greeks! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 